I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Gollum. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Five patrons, welcome to the Gilded Ram Brokehouse in Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and you know it's uh, it's it's great to see all of you uh, out there in the audience tonight. I, I know it's a special moment. This is the everybody I feel that has a, that has ever attended any of my, my tellings of the stories of the brute force has heard it through the grapevine. At this point, that we are we are at the moment where we are at. You know, as a, probably one of the most monumentally well-known acts of uh, any adventuring troop ever to walk the lands of Eorith is what's coming up today here, folks. And it's, it's uh, yeah, I, I know there's electricity in the air. Um, and that, that's literal. Actually, I have to give a disclaimer here that there is actual electricity in the air here at the Guild Around tonight. If you, um, if you smell that ozone smell, that should be a, a right to tip off. Um, you know, there's some issues with the wiring. Um, you know, it's not probably going to be a problem because I don't imagine any of you are going to be throwing your, your, your alcoholic beverages up into the air or anything like that. But just, just a heads up, you know, legally we have to tell you the air is electric. So there was the brute force, you know, on the everything as a tree, you know, possessing every relic in the lands. You know, with the one small exception of Mania's Pace, which was actually possessed by the Hyena God, as it was part of the Hyena God, that had transubstantiated far closer than anyone was actually comfortable with. The brute force faced a, a fork in the road, as it were. It wasn't technically a road because we were up in the air and there's not really any forks in the air unless you drop something at lunchtime. But the point was that they had some decisions to make, right? Should they roll right into battle against a quite literal god should they flee and uh, allow it to wreck the countryside and you know how hope, hope somebody else was fit to deal with it or did they have something more ingenious in mind well surprisingly enough uh, it's a bit of all of the columns i believe you guys i mean have had a great day all things being told. Uh, um, There's been some minor losses. Well, well, let's just jump right in. You have uh, you have Lola scooping up pieces into the oh saddest, no. just the saddest display. Scooping up pieces of her former mentor into a, uh, a, a giant ass chest plate. Yeah. And Ezra has recently stabbed his little knife thing into... Recently murdered a small child. Murdered a, He wasn't a child anymore. I mean, he was an angsty teen. And more um, finished off Marco Mark. Ooh. <laughs> and Garyon looks like ambrosia salad. Oh, God. <laughs> She's putting him into this, into this thing and it just like keeps sliding back out. But it's keeping the mold oh. of the chest plate. He looks like cranberry sauce on Thanksgiving morning, oh fresh God, out the why can. Are you doing this to me? It's a Gary cottage cheese form <laughs> <laughs> some room t- tapioca that's a respect for the dead 
<laughs> but no, very respectful. <laughs> and and that's all that's happened, right? Everything else is fine. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We're all oh, good. Oh yeah. Also, there's a 1,200 foot tall god hyena stalking uh, right, at that you. That thing. Right. Yeah, that's not great. John, if you hadn't reminded him, like you basically just reminded the teacher that he gave us homework. Like you should have, you should have not brought it up. Adam would have forgotten, would <laughs> forgotten of the god he summoned. Yeah, unfortunately, the the homework doesn't disappear if I forget about it. I just email your parents. <laughs> I guess Ezra just turns around and gives a thumbs up to Moore. He's like, "Hey, you did your guy. I, I did the one. I killed this guy with the with the knife. I did it. I did the thing. We're good." With what knife? I I don't know. Just disappeared i thought there'd be more to it than that it's the one that the jazz gave me to do the murder oh you completed the the contract i did the murder i did the murder so lolo we can fix oh we can fix goop boy presumably she she turns to you with like an arm full of viscera hey, you gotta drop it though <laughs> yeah it might go into like a mold like a creepy crawlers machine remember creepy crawlers those were great <laughs> not the time use the use a little light bulb it was pretty ingenious. It was like an easy bake oven, but for but for rubber scorpions and stuff. Um. So. <laughs> so um, Ezra notices as like his uh his his little gun hand, which is his only arm, by the way. I don't know right. if we've glossed over this, but Ezra's down an arm. That's right, still. I did lose an arm. You oh, did yeah. lose an arm in this melee. Oh, whoops. Um, whoopsie. It, uh, your your arm your hand is starting to evaporate away like this like the little knife did like he's been Thanos. I hold it up in front of my face. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm losing my finger banger. I I don't feel so good, Mister Mort. <laughs> uh, yeah. So everybody starts to kind of evaporate away, and uh, the next thing you know, all of you are uh, reassembled back together. Uh, I, I mean, again, without one arm and uh and also not a garion who's still messy and looks like strawberry jam you are <laughs> floating out preserves strawberry preserves there's a lot of chunk to it floating out um over uh just open water on our boat or just floating yep, in your the boat you're oh, okay. still on the boat you're still in the positions you were in uh but you are now floating out over open open ocean okay and the hyena god's not anywhere near us nowhere in sight beach episode Woo! Uh, roll a notice. Oh boy, I got zero. You're preoccupied. Yeah. Yeah, I got zero as well. Two. Five. Oh wow. Well, this is probably fitting because this is. It'll be fun to look at it from Cammy's perspective, as this is something that she has never seen before. Oh no. So you are like kind of running around trying to figure out where you are. You see that like you're over the over just open water. So you're mm-hmm. like p- kind of peering out over the side of the boat to try to see if you can find land or anything like that. And you notice that the the, the seas below you are just roiling. And before too awful long, you see that something is kind of cresting out of the waves. And it is ginormous and blue. Um, and it is a huge uh, Merid, which you have never seen a genie before, but you have read about them. Yes. And this is a very large one. Uh, how how large are Merids typically? Well, okay, so in my brain, the airship, it can usually uh, travel maybe seven, eight hundred feet off the ground okay. as kind of a cruising altitude. This thing uh, can will tower over you even at cruising altitude. Where, where does it stack up uh, vis-a-vis the big hyena man that we just left? <laughs> Not too unfavorably. Okay. Like, all you're seeing is like from waist up anyway, because like it's sure. in the water. 
you, you would imagine that were this thing to be able to be on land, it could probably be as large as the hyena god. Right. I assume he can right. make wow. himself whatever size he wants, a la Robin yeah. Williams. You know, I don't know. Very much. That's very much what I, where the inspiration comes from. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. It is interesting that the people with zero notice are preoccupied because I feel like something that's towering <laughs> sure, over. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I mean, by the time he is looming large over the over the airship, I'm sure they have noticed. Okay, yeah. I saw the roiling waters, but they, they still get to see the very large blue man. Um, <laughs> is he bald like the blue man group? He is not bald like the Blue Man Group. He is okay. he's all, like imagine the uh, imagine the the facial hair and pulled back hairstyle of a of a fine Dothraki warrior. Okay, okay. <laughs> now you have her attention. All right. <laughs> you didn't tell me this was a call, Ajaz Ibn Al Rashid. Cami <laughs> <laughs> uh, decides not to tell any of her friends that okay. there's a giant. Okay, okay. <laughs> below them. If you haven't seen the fucking empire state building of a dude beside of us hey i figured you hey hey when you roll a notice and you win that means you get to tell everybody this cool thing that happens before it actually happens that's the whole point of rolling a notice ezra your boss fucking showed up here talk talk to the man in case you didn't see him everyone turn around if you didn't notice that everything was cast in shadow because a large empire state (laughs) lumen just showed up beside us so the Notice. sun's going the other way, so we didn't get the shadow over okay, us. Okay, the sun. <laughs> clouds, clouds exist. It's the water cycle. The sun cool. soaks up the water into the sky, oh, and it makes yeah. a cloud, and then they cry, and then you have rain. Fun. That's how you have the water. Okay. Well, it's not fun, but also <laughs> it's, from, it's from massive pecs. It's from large, massive man pecs with with statement nipples in the middle of them. So that's what it's actually from. I give him a Forrest Gump on the shrimp boat as Lieutenant Dan <laughs> arrives on the dock way. <laughs> hey, Jazz, I did. I, did, I murdered a child for you. <laughs> now I got to figure out how the hell. I remember how a Jazz talks, but I don't. I haven't done it in such a long time that I get it. I'm probably gonna fuck it up the first time I do it. Ezra, no, that's that's very jam tooth. I think he did sound a bit like Jamtooth. Yeah. He did sound a bit like Jamtooth. He sounded like he sounded like Watto from the Phantom Menace. Hey, Annie. <laughs> That's what I call pod racing. I did your murder. <laughs> I did I did the murder for you, buddy. So, um uh, by my calculations, uh, this is my friend Cameron. Cameron, uh, Cameron O'Canna. Hi. Could you please do the arithmetic? Uh, we are now have our plus one to the murder. That is correct. You have you have done what I have asked of you to do, and I appreciate this. You are uh, the the books must be balanced, though. You have uh, you have asked for one life, and I must uh, must give it to you. Lola, Lola just holds up like the big pile of goo in her arms. <laughs> Remember before when we thought when we thought Garion was dead, and then you told us he's not dead, and we were like, "Whoa, <laughs> he's dead now." That's that's what she's holding. <laughs> that's what she's wearing. <laughs> and wearing. Could you easy bake oven our friend Agarion back to life? I most certainly could, but I must be <laughs> certain here. You are absolutely certain this time that this is. Agarian, because if I look on the rose and it is not his name this time, I will be very cross. Tell you what, if it's not him, then you can murder me right now. You can murder me up right here on this boat. You can you can make me explode into <laughs> dust. That's a lot of shapeshifting going on, Ezra. Be careful. And then snort me up. Snort a big old line of me after I'm dust. I feel like there's an idiom here of f- fool me once, shame on you. 
fool me twice, shame on me. Are we about to be fooled me twice? Uh, okay, so the uh, the same thing happened that all you and Cammy has seen the, the first time, where he uh, reaches down into the waters and pulls out this gigantic scroll. And as it unfurls, he's looking through across the names. He starts reading off names of, of people that some of you you recognize. How does Cammy react to this very large book thing? Because she loves books. Her eyes dilate, and she starts <laughs> panting. She wants to read it so bad. So let's let us see here. There's a um, jam tooth. No, that is not it. It begins with um, an A, if that helps. Uh, not alphabetical, so it's very difficult. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> it's uh, whatever the heck Mort Brothers' name is. <laughs> That's not it. Didn't pick that one. Hmm. This is cruel. Um, uh, there it is. Ah, Agarian. Oh, wait. This one says. Chunky me kickflip. I missed it. It's not a Garyon, actually. Let's keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. <laughs> yeah, I caught that too, you um, son of a bitch. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate all my hard work. Um, okay, well, there is actually an Agarion on here. I don't know if it's this guy right here. It seems like he was an old uh, wizard, kind of an asshole. And um, mm-hmm. what's his last name? Uh, it was like Cher, apparently. Just the one name, you know. Some people are like that. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> um, I mean, you're sure that's the one you want, right? Not the other, not the other guy, right there next to you. No, we, we the Von Schultz guy. We're about to to fight a very large, angry hyena god. So I think Garion's probably the best choice for us. Oh, okay. Uh, let's uh, let's. Unless do this you thing. want to help fight the very large angry hyena god. Uh, yeah, that's a fun. No, thank you. That's a fun idea. You're, you know, it'd be like a fun, like a fun, friendly wrestling match. It's so it like uh, you're in his weight class. Is what I, like I feel like it's a good, it's a good <laughs> matchup. You can really flex those big blue bloomin' muscles. I think it would be. I think it would be very difficult for you to find something um, to trade with me to be able to uh, offset the death of a god. Can't fight a god, can't snort me. <laughs> we get it. Uh, so he pulls out a giant reef of coral that is like sharpened to a point and stabs it back down into the water and it comes up blackened and he just scrawls it across the uh, the scroll, uh, apparently where Agarian's name is. And uh, it's kind of gross because all of you have, you didn't even realize how many of you have been splattered by Agarian. Cammy, I think, was on another boat at the time. But there, bit, bits and pieces found its way basically everywhere. And you don't really realize it until it starts, like, slurping up off of your skin oh. and your shoes and your clothing oh. as it all, like, sucks back out of uh, the oh. environment. Oh, this is a horror show. Uh, but, yeah, it coalesces and forms back into a humanoid shape. And then it closes back in and the skin all seals back up. And it's a Garyon. Please tell me he has clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't ask for that. (laughs) But don't worry, you can't tell anything. He's very hairy. Oh! (laughs) I didn't know a Garyon was an otter. Dang. Massive bush. (laughs) I'm making an executive decision that he has clothes on, please. Okay, he's got clothes on. (laughs) A Garyon, quick. Fashion me a new arm. Yeah, I mean, he's unconscious, but... (laughs) (laughs) Also, he's not a tinkerer. (laughs) (laughs) Yanoff is right there! (laughs) Uh, Lola, does he look complete? 
all of his bits in the right place? Uh, uh, I I think so. Uh, I can't. I like gently flop his face. Gary on. What? What? Gary on. Oh my! What? Well, we were right about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> you were goo, my guy. How's that death place looking these days? Yeah, it was not. It was not great, honestly. Oof, yowza. <laughs> Vis-a-vis the death hey, thing. Hey, you're welcome. I saved your life, PT Dubs. I, 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 I appreciate it, Ezra. Truly, I do. Well, um, how, how, how did everything go? Did we save the world? I, I like grabbed the sides of his face, like the hyena god is here, and he's real big. Ezra turns around, and just says thank you to a jazz. <laughs> thank you for your help. Okay, so I'm just going to go back down into the water now. Then, if that's we're kind of done here, is what I'm getting from all of you. Yeah, unless you want to do me a new arm? What type of murder for that? Um, no, I mean, I, I, would, I would give you a new arm. Think of all the wonderful uses you could have of that new arm. But you need to steal a child's arm in return. <laughs> do you have, like, a store credit system? Like, if we, take that, if we take that funny black knife and we stab it into the god, into, like, this big hyena god, like, can we save those up and then parse them out for these little miracles sort of as we go? Because that's a big life. Do you have store credit? Can I, can I like, a rewards card or something? A, a, a sword, a, a, a knife like that would, would not kill a god. It's a, that's a little bit too big of an ask. I was thinking more we'd stab him, like, right at the very end, you know? Like, the KO would be, like, with the knife in, like, I don't know, in his eye or something? That's weird. Well, I, I don't think we can... I mean, physically, I don't think we can kill him, but I don't think we should kill him because, you know, we, we need well, the, the balance. We need to bring the gods back to, to balance everything out, right? Without chaos, then... Well, that sounds pretty good. Without chaos, the world sounds pretty good. But I'm sure there's a reason we need chaos. Lola <laughs> shoots straight up, and she's like, got her arms up the air, and she's like, 14th pillar! The 14th pillar! Huh? Oh, yeah, Jazz, do I need to murder the 14th pillar for my new arm? That's a good point, Lola. <laughs> no! Ezra! No! That's how we deal with him! Listen, we we small. He big. We need big. We need that the, the 14th god. It's a compelling argument. You mean the elephant man? Yes! I got his I got his sword right here, but he hasn't sort of come to like say hi. I don't really know how to get to him. Agarian, how how do we get to the elephant god? Uh well, there there are some several theories, um, but uh, Boil it down! What? Short on time! <laughs> All right, uh, short, <laughs> short version uh, was that uh, Belladonna steel armor, uh, some, some think, uh, me, I think, I suppose. I don't know why I say some, it's really just me. You know, it's been a really weird day. I just short died everything. Time. Okay, <laughs> I believe that uh, Belladonna steel armor was, uh, had found uh, the temple of the elephant. And now where it was, I, I, I do not know. Um, but somewhere in her world travels, I feel like she had found it and, uh, and, had, and, and had left Mark on that place uh, in order for, for others to find it later. But I, uh, Lola looks at Ajaz. How much to get us to the temple of the elephant god? Well, um, I gotta remember what the hell that voice is now. <laughs> you just make me switch back. Well, sorry. I also gotta figure out a price for that. Because it would be hefty. Well, last time we teleported, you took, like, three days of Mort's life. Yeah, last time you teleported because you needed to not waste a few days of time. And also not be chased down by Rolo to Polo. This time you're trying to teleport to save the entire world, basically. Uh, it's still the same thing, really. 
teleport into a place you don't know where it is. So he's giving you he's giving you not only the teleporting a further distance. Yeah, maybe it's about the same distance. What if we find out where it is first and then get him to teleport us? Would that lower the cost? How fast can a god get to us? Do we have time to do this thing? Can you send a message to that? Uh, the captain of the 14th pillar or whoever she was oh. that we met at the temple and ask her where she thinks the yes. temple yes. might be? Yes, I do that. I do. Th- what was her name? I have no idea. Can- I, everyone looks at Cammy. No <laughs> oh, she wasn't there. Yeah. Wasn't what is the there. name of this person that you never met? I wasn't there! <laughs> Come on, Cammy. Uh, can I make an intelligence or like some kind of check to remember her name? Sure, but I don't remember her name, so let's pretend you did it. Yay, I did it. Ezra's pointing to his shoulder nub, <laughs> maintaining I got to the jazz while we look for his name. <laughs> In the meantime, Yanov comes up with some <laughs> some plumber's cement and just like picks your arm back up off the ground and like epoxies it back in place. Oh. You're a golem, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, Jazz. We got. It. I'll still do a murder for you if you like. All right. So you're trying to communicate with whoever the heck that woman was. Yes. Yes. She was a. She was a. a would we say she was a gorilla archaeologist? Yeah. Okay. What are you gonna tell her? Okay. <laughs> this is weird. Just go with it. The fate of the. Oh no! I can't even do that. That's gonna be. <laughs> okay. Just go with this. Where. Do you think the elephant god's temple is, uh, this is really important? <laughs> Fuck. Is that it? That's it? Yeah. That's all your rewards? Oh, um, okay. Did you tell her who it is? You know what? Can I, can I really quickly do something else, actually? Okay. Okay. I teleport to her. Oh. Okay. Or with the shield. Duh. Yeah, that works. That's smarter. <laughs> Okay, uh, you teleport. You are in. Well, you are in. You Push are goal? in. No. Uh, yeah, you don't even know where you are. Okay. I guess you wouldn't really have any way of gauging. You are inside an inn. It seems like. Okay. And wherever this is, it is. Uh, it is night here. Uh-huh. Um, and she <laughs> she is obviously sleeping. Okay. Because you just come whooshing in. Like, I I wish she in is in like uh, superhero power land. One fist on the ground, kneeling, and then I. I'd be like, I, I'll, well, oi! <laughs> Wake up a gorilla. <laughs> She's a dragonborn, but, oh my. Oh, Lola? this is going to be really weird. Do you remember me? <laughs> yeah, real quick, did you, did you break our wall in that, in that tomb? Yeah, like, sorry, that was... long story short, I've got some powers of a god right now. The hyena god about to destroy the world. I need to know where the elephant god temple is. Wow. Okay. Oh, time is of the essence, let me tell ya! <laughs> um, yes, okay. Um, well, I don't know if you will have known of this place, but it is, um, it is an older relic. It is actually, um, from your neck of the woods, if I'm not mistaken. I it's grab a place- her hand, and I say, can you come with us? I wouldn't miss it. It's the Temple of the Oaken Spire. <gasps> okay, I bamf her back to the ship with me. Okay, you have a, <laughs> you have now been joined by a dragonborn in a nightshirt. <laughs> Leslie! <laughs> hi, that's not my name, but I don't remember what my name is, so hi. Temple of the Oak Fire! Temple of the Oak Fire! <laughs> that's the place Chantooth died, isn't it? Yeah! Uh, can you tell everyone? She says. 
Oh yeah, sorry. What was your name again? <laughs> Is this why you brought me to quiz me on my name? No, no. We need your help to get to the elephant god. Oh. Well, um, actually, it's the weirdest thing. But after I met you, I had like a real change in my life. And I just decided like I didn't feel myself anymore. Um, and I tried to reinvent myself. So I went and I, I like get up my tiptoes and slap <laughs> the sides of her face with my hand. I'm like, focus up. <laughs> I had a legal name change is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> oh, OK, cool. What's your name? Uh, hold on. I'm going to look at this list. <laughs> look at this list that John sent me the other day. So for some reason in my notes, I have that Big Mike is good at drinking and he was a guard at Prince Amethyst's camp, but I don't have this woman's name in my notes. <laughs> I do have Big Mike. I want you all to know. It's possible. I think it started like with a V, but it doesn't really matter. What? What is um, their name now? Her name is now Lexi. Lexi. Okay. Uh, it's, it's Lexi. Lexi. You remember? Ezra? Mora? This is Cammy. This is a Garyon. We need to okay. get to the elephant god. Like, now. Right. Okay. Um. Well, you have the seem to be the one with the teleport skills. Do you, do you have you heard of the Temple of the Oak and Spire? Oh yeah, been there. Uh, yeah, okay. We we don't need Jess's teleporters. You can teleport us, right? I unless unless you know somebody there, you probably can't. Jamtooth's tomb. Transport us to Jamtooth's tomb. Aww. Can we do that? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. I'm gonna f- I'm gonna focus all my thoughts on the good boy Jamtooth and. And his great sacrifice. And I'm going to essentially, like, make the shield spread out to cover the boat. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, that, that the, you know, the thing that, like, covers me when I yeah. go somewhere. I want to, I want to stretch that out to get to cover the boat. All right. You do this thing and... Bye, wom- Jazz. <laughs> okay, I'll just uh, go back in the water. <laughs> uh, you guys... <laughs> Yeah, so the bubble like warps out and uh, encompasses the boat, and you guys instantly teleport over to the Temple of the Oak Spire. Good job, Lola. Oh, I'm so tired. So, I assume that the plan is we return Order's Edge and resurrect the Elephant God. I mean, he's like the the opposite to Chaos, I suppose. We can't and... really give it to like any NPC though. We have to make sure we're talking to like the Elephant Man himself. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to give it to. Somebody that doesn't look like an elephant. Well, I mean, the mask is here. He could be waiting here. He could be the. He could. He could be here. Uh, Agarian, how do we do? We go about resurrecting a god. Well, it's 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 all theory. Um, no one's. Oh my god! god. <laughs> done it before. Is Klosh Tiger here? Uh, yeah, he's still a pile. He's still a crumpled mess pile. Uh... There, there should be, there should be a tomb somewhere underneath this place, and if we find the tomb, we might find the remains, and then just simply laying the 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 the, the sword with the rest of the remains should be enough. I'm reticent to do this, but we need that crown. So Mort puts down Dream's Flight, and he picks up Death's Embrace, and he puts it on Clash Tiger. See if that improves his state at all. Yeah, uh, so Clash Tiger, when you put Death Embrace on him, uh, he seems to, like, fill back out. Like, he was almost, like, shriveled and desiccated at this point. Oh, cool. Just not, not the greatest. Like, mm. you know, like a dried-out earthworm. That's what mm. good old <laughs> Clash Tiger was looking like. But, yeah, this puffs him up. This this gives him a little bit of vim and vigor. Uh, this slight green pallor. Slight green pallor. But, I mean, honestly, all told, not the end of the world. But if he looked like inhumanish before when you had met him, 
he looks completely inhuman oh. at this point. Like he is a standing mountain of man that does not seem to have much in the way of like recognition that anything is going on around him. Agarian, can you can you wrangle him? Uh, I suppose. What what would what what would you like for him to do? Well, if this crown can detect the the truth in things. Uh, we need to get him in there with us to find the right place to put this sword. And if, you know, if the hyena god is already here, because who knows, we need to be able to tell what is true and not true. It might be simpler just to take the helm from him than get him to communicate. Mort's already put Dream's Flight on the ground, so he reaches up slowly and takes Clarity's sight from Clash Tiger. Yep, Clash Tiger does not react in any way, shape, or form to this. This poor dude needs to die at the end just to, <laughs> like, be at peace, man. It's mean to keep him living too long. Mort puts Clarity's sight on. Okay, exciting. Let me check some notes real quick, because th- that thing has powers. I have to make sure even the secret powers are accounted for. It nullifies necromantic energy. Mort collapses oh, into a pile of worms. God, I really... There, there's so many cool things that, that could have fucked up with Mort at any point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what you know. We'll, like, with this thing in your, on, your, on your face, basically. Um, you have a couple of abilities. You can see the likely outcomes of a, any thoughtful course of action, though you'll not know what's most likely to occur. And you can see any being clearly, no matter their distance or level of obstruction, as long as you've seen them before. So you can tell how far the hyena god is. You can tell how far the hyena god is. That's true. Okay. How far away is the hyena god? It is uh, trying to figure out exactly where the hell you are. Um, So it is currently not moving. It is probably still at the border of Oster, but it is looking in your direction now. Uh Uh-oh. And it is coming. Okay, he's um, on the way. Whatever we need to do, we need to do it quickly. So, Garion, what do we need to do? I guess we go inside. You're the one that's going to tell us where the, the tomb is, Mort. Here's the other thing, uh, Mort. Like, as you're kind of look, looking around in this thing, there is just this enormous purplish tint that seems to be seeping up through the ground uh, below you underneath this temple. And it's the same color that you can see, like, emanating off of Order's Edge that you couldn't see before. But it feels like, to a certain extent, you've seen the Elephant God before because you've seen the sword. Like that connection. Could is you there. use the sword as a dowsing rod? Yes. If I recall correctly, last time we were here, wasn't there like a slot in a wall with some kind of button that we couldn't quite reach before? Maybe we put the sword in the in the, the hole in the wall. Hell yeah! Whatever we need to do is, is beneath us. I can I can see the the energy. So you mean there was a slot with Belladonna Steel Honor's house logo on it? You guys were, yeah, there was. Wow, we That's totally true. did not remember that. Adam, I wasn't on the <laughs> podcast yet. You're not allowed to roast me like this. Uh, but that was, that was actually, you guys did manage to like, you, like, Ezra reached his arm in there and like found a thing and like twisted it. Then the floor dropped out from under it and brought you to like a sub, sub dungeon area that you could go around in. Well, I assume we, we need to go down there again anyway. So uh, let's go. How's Lexi <laughs> parsing all this? Uh, she's, she's just very excited. There's a lot of, there's a lot of weird God things happening here. This is a, this is a banner day for her. Let's go. She's probably regretting the muumuu she put on for bed tonight. She probably wished she had worn something a little sturdier. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, plate mail for a bed is usually not a great option. But... Don't worry, Lexi, a lot of strange stuff seems to happen around us. Just uh, go with the flow. Roll with it. Come on, <laughs> off we go. things are happening to me. Yeah, no doubt about it. Randy Nevin, when did you join the party? You're back, Randy. <laughs> Randy? <laughs> I'm out of the sky like a little rocket in space. Randy <laughs> Nevin. All right, you guys land somehow. I don't know. Pretty much most of you could just jump off of, yeah. off of an airship at this point and do cool superhero landings. I can carry Cammy down. So important. What uh, what relics are being carried with you at this point? I'm keeping clarity's sight on me. I've got the shield. Cammy is, was wielding Order's Edge, but I think that girl wants to put the mask on too. Now that now that no one's focusing on the fact that Dickory Dun Dun did died. And so the mask is just sort of laying there. She's gonna she's gonna grab that. Didn't we say that Kitsune's have some kind of resistance and can carry two relics without too much problem? I have a better shot than most, I think, because of how the magic Yeah. Yeah. Ezra's got the juggernaut axe. Okay. And so we're marching. So you're marching. You head on into the temple. You guys have been here before. Hey, Cammy. Oh, never mind. We'll do this later. That was ominous. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, few things that Cammy now knows uh, with uh, yes, Deception's yes, yes, mask, yes. you can perfectly imitate any person that you've seen or the voice of any person you've heard. Uh, you can create realistic and intricate illusions, such as entire rooms full of items that do not actually exist. Or a whole battalion of airships. Or a whole battalion of airships. The only limitation there is that those illusions are going to fade out if you're if they're not within your sight. So you just have to maintain line of sight to some part of a of, of your illusion and then it can remain visible. Okay. Okay. Is there anything else Cammy learns immediately when she puts on her good mask? No, that's it. It's pretty good. No, it's very good. I was just making sure that I have all my notes right. Alright, you guys are heading into uh, a temple. So, Cammy, you, you see that hole there? Just jam your sword straight in there and see what happens. I mean, usually I like dinners. No, just kidding. That's a dumb joke. I'd never say it. And she, she, she slams that. She slams that blade on in that slot. Okay. Did you look into the slot before you just jammed a blade into there? No. <laughs> More said to. <laughs> that was a, a small man uh, standing. No. So yeah, <laughs> you've impaled a small no, you, critter. You jam this gigantic greatsword into uh, this slot in the wall. It's kind of like a circular opening. But you do notice that, like, laterally, it is kind of has a little bit of a cutout on each side of it. So, like, there's one direction where it feels like this is the direction that a sword would go into mm-hmm. it. So you slide it in that way, um, and it kind of, like, locks in place. Okay. Give it, give it a twist. All right. She cranks that sword. She cranks it on round, righty-tighty. The whole thing snaps off. Ah! Right. No, I'm ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that little section, I mean, it was all in this huge mosaic, so you can't really see from all the intricate patterns and carvings and stuff like that. But that whole section, like it's almost like a honeycomb area around it that just starts to rotate. And as you turn it around, the whole section of the wall just kind of snaps off and kind of peels off on a hinge that was hidden behind the wall. Oh, fuck. And just kind of empties inward. I can't believe we did it. I can't believe we did something right. Uh, uh, I think there's another room we gotta go through first, guys. Don't tell her yet. With Clarity's sight, do I notice any, like, traps or anything along this corridor, or...? You notice so many fucking traps. There are just, just an astronomical amount of traps here. They are also real fucking old traps, and most of them are rope and pulley based. And every one of those ropes is ruined and desiccated at this point. 
Uh, most of them have like dry fired in the like centuries since this temple was made. So there are a ton of traps. None of them appear to be the slightest bit dangerous to you at this point. Only the penitent men can pass. Only the penitent men. Do we essentially have to bring the sword with us again? Uh, yeah, that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's down this way. Just all, all these traps are probably fine, but just be careful. Wait, what traps? Uh, lo- <laughs> lots of traps. It's like 20, 30 traps or something down here. That's but- overkill. Maybe you go first, Mr. Sort of Inspector yeah. Gadget. Maybe you lead the way since you can see all the... Okay, step where I step. Um, Mort heads on down the corridor. Jehovah begins with Two an eye. Two steps in, Mort steps on a tripwire uh, that snaps under his feet. And uh, somewhere to the left, uh, a crossbow fires into a wall because it had gotten misaligned through a yeah. seismic activity over the course of the past century. This is Indiana Jones's hill. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, the, the march goes largely uninterestingly. Uh, it is mostly a, a stone corridor. Uh, occasionally it opens up into these grander areas that are just kind of large places where they can, you know, collect uh, vats of, of boiling water or boiling oil that no longer boil. There's sections where the walls have holes in them that like these spear traps can poke you through them, but the spear traps don't work anymore. It's just real sad. You know, there's a whole Ozymandias feel to it. <laughs> uh, you're like, what? what's the point of anything we create as a society? It's all going to go to hell. <laughs> God. But... <laughs> Uh, it does largely go uh, downward and downward and downward. It's stone stairs after stone stairs. Uh, and you guys are walking downward for what seems like an, a near limitless time until you reach a, uh, a an area that none of you can really see too awful well around in, except for Bort, who can kind of see. I mean, obviously, if I if it gave you a god's helmet and did not allow you to have dark vision, that would kind of be <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> But it is just this massive room with just a huge uh, a mound in the center of the room that is uh, surrounded by, like, stone tablets. Are there uh, any, like, torches on the walls that we can light or something? Yeah, I mean, but judging by the quality of traps up there, you doubt that the oil would be any good in any of them. Well, Ezra's got a flamethrower, hasn't he? I do. I ignite it. Wow, look, light. Yeah, it's uh it is a it is a huge mound. I mean, you can see kind of darkness in all directions. You don't see walls really uh in any direction um except directly behind you from this stairway. And this mound is I mean, large enough you feel like it it could contain the 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 remains of of something as big as that hyena. The t- the tablets that surround it on all sides are carved in just a really advanced looking style, something like you have never seen anything this uh, intricate before, but there's something almost alien about it. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to your eyes. The things that look like animals almost don't look like animals in the ways that you would expect them to. But roughly you get the impression that um, these are uh, depictions of, of the, the God's battles. Ah. Is there some kind of like altar or something in here or? Is it just the mound and the tablets? Just a mound, mound and tablets. Just put the sword on the mound? You just stab it into the mound. Oh, yeah, reverse sword in the stone. Yeah, no, no, reverse sword in the stone. We got to stab it in there so then the worthy elephant can come pull it out like Arthur. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Is the mound scalable? Uh, Yeah, it's scalable. More heads up to the top to see if there's like a spot to put the sword as soon as you start walking onto the mound you you recognize like it's kind of loose footing on this thing it would be it would be some work to climb up the top of it so is it like um 
like a bunch of boulders, like a, uh, what you call it? Like a can. Yes. Like, there's no mortar or anything in it. Like, it, you, I mean, it could be mort in it soon, uh, but there's no mortar in it. Part of me is very nervous that this is like the form of the elephant god sleeping. And if we stab it, he's going to be yeah. unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> part of me is worried about that. Let's just tell him we brought his sword. We brought your we brought your sword. You got any uh, you got any insight here, Lexi? Wow, um, a little bit out of my pay grade here. I think you should just be able to toss that thing on the mound, and it should be fine. I mean, if you're returning the relic, return the relic, right? All right, Lex. You know that's a lot. That's a lot of disdain, Lexi. You're oh, all right. Okay, all right. Does, hey, it wasn't hey, in my hey, pamphlet. How, how's 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 wearing clothes, little one? How's wearing clothes? Does I that came feel ready good for right the adventure, now? Lexi. Sorry you were napping in the middle of the night. Kimmy, <laughs> Kimmy like scales like up a little bit of it and then like with both paws sort of lays it down very flat so the sharp edges don't get if in case in case there's a god napping under these rocks, there's not a sharp edge that's gonna hurt him. And then she sort of like scoot like scoops scoops on on out, she hops down. Yeah, two things. As soon as you like bring the sword like over the mound, it starts like vibrating in your hands uh, to the point that like your plans to delicately lay this thing down are a little uh, bit waylaid by the fact that it just like buzzes right out of your hands and falls onto the to the mound. Uh, once it falls into the mound, it completely liquefies oh. and like seeps down into the mound between the rocks. Nasty. Yeah, that's a nasty. A lot sword. of liquefaction. There's a lot of liquefaction up on this podcast. Uh, Lola starts really scooting back towards the wall because we have a giant elephant is about to emerge from this thing. I don't want to get stepped on. Yeah, the entirety of this place is starting to shudder and oh, shake. Fuck. Now. Uh, guys, maybe we should jet. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Let's uh, let's let's done scoot. I think I think he's waking up. I think his nap's done. Let's let's get out. You can teleport us out, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Bamf>. <laughs> <laughs> out of regret in the palace he's uh, I don't know I don't know if that's for a noble purpose he just he's just being lazy yeah that's fine Ezra doesn't want to leave uh, I think that a giant <laughs> elephant is about to come out of here I'm protecting my friends from getting squashed okay. like that works. small ants is Ezra staying behind was okay. Pat goofing man I want to see this fucking elephant but oh we're gonna see it <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure you guys are just like bamfing upstairs yeah okay so where are you where are you taking where are you uh, taking back everybody to the boat. back to the boat okay uh see so you guys whoop, right back to the boat just in time to see a pair of massive tusks like uh. carve their way out from the ground oh boy. we could have been riding on those tusks we could have been riding on <laughs> them okay that's an excellent point that's in the scoop part <laughs> we could have been in the scoop part there is also on the horizon a 1,200-foot-tall hyena uh, who is coming in fast. Oh, you're fucked now, buddy. <laughs> didn't, didn't expect that, did you? Can we get this thing into the air and maybe watch from, I know, a little ways back? Do we need to explain to him what's going on, or do you think being a god he'll know what's oh, I, going on? I think this is instinct at this point. <laughs> this is Animal Planet more. I, this is this is some Crocodile Dundee bullshit. This is Dundee. We gotta get out of the way. Uh, guys, we're also forgetting we gotta return the rest of this stuff too, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one, one thing at a time. You guys peel off in your airship. There's not a place that's not a great uh, viewing angle from this thing. Because, again, this is a giant fucking mm -hmm. elephant. 
and a skyscraper of a hyena. So we're just like the old people during the Revolutionary War, just sitting on the hill watching <laughs> watching some murder. Yeah, because I mean, this giant elephant comes out of the ground and uh, charges, barrels at this hyena, catches it in mid uh, mid mid jump because it was coming, you know, straight for you guys. Eesh. It's like it's like Jurassic Park when the T Rex catches that raptor. It's exactly like that. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, no, they start going at it, and it is uh, a little bit more well-matched ma- than you would expect it. I mean, elephants are significantly larger than hyenas, but these don't seem to conform to the proportions of mm-hmm. normal creatures. Are they bipedal, or are they using all four legs? Uh, they're using okay. all four legs, but they're relatively matched in size. Was there any smack talk happening? No, there's a lot of howls okay. and laughing and grunts and trumpeting and well, all that Well, because the gods have, stuff. like, spoken common to us before, so I didn't know if they spoke mm-hmm. to each other in, like, that. God language is just like... <laughs> yeah. Here's a question. Uh, yes. How's the Earth doing? Boy, there's a giant fucking hole right there. Um, these things are interacting with Eorith in the way that, like, you would expect them to. Ooh. Like, they are carving up the the landscape. Oh, are we? Did we do uh, a kaiju so battle by accident? Did we go? Yeah. Did we accidentally did Godzilla just, this you land? You did just institute. Yeah, you did initiate a kaiju when battle. When you say one thing at a time, I actually think that maybe this is more pressing because they could, you know, maybe destroy the world. Well, probably. Uh, yeah, so this is this is bloody. This is messy. And at different times it looks like uh, the elephant has the upper hand and it sometimes it looks like the uh, the hyena has the upper hand. Oh, this is a, um, but this is a battle that's going to go on forever, isn't it? It's a battle. I mean, this fight is going to go on for for some time. I mean, we need to to resurrect the others. Do we need to be careful of the order that we resurrect them in order to maintain balance? Oh, yeah, I think we need to do them in pairs, Probably. right? Probably. But but we shouldn't have to go to. I don't think we should go, have to go to all the temples for all the gods because the other gods. You guys have told me stories. The other guys have like come to you guys and like talked to you. It was just this boy that was like napping real real hard. Well, I mean, only in like dreams and weird mirror dimensions and, and things. That's still not in their temple. Like they they. Yes, but but we can't give them something if they're not physically here, right? I think we have to go to their temples to return. I don't know. Objects. That lion done licked Ezra. <laughs> that, that, that lion did a lick upon our friend. <laughs> That's pretty physical. Uh, I look at a Garyon. Well, the, the the best course of action would be to resurrect them all at once. Uh, doing that, the, my thoughts on it, at least based on Belladonna's readings, was that the reason why this was such a such a dramatic uh, rebirth is because the hyena exists. Because the hyena is here. Uh, and requires uh, balance to to reset, whereas the rest of them are not in that in in that in that uh, in that state. They are all balanced now. When you say the same time, do you mean like the exact same time, or like you know within twenty minutes of each other, sort of thing? Well, I mean, how long did it take for that giant elephant to burst out of the ground? So um, <sighs> relatively. Close. I mean, the, the the thing is, we we I don't think we really have twelve people that we can yeah. give relics to and send off all over the place. Hey, Lexi, how many people are in the 14th pillar? Uh, several hundred. Good. Give us your best 10. Okay. There we go. We did it. We'll give each one of them a relic. Oh, gosh. Okay, so so your plan is to Inception style, like, all us play an orchestra backing track and then sync up and, like, teleport. But only Carly can teleport, so... Yeah, she'll drop each one person off, right? 
We'll, we'll do a dry run to each temple. We'll do a dry run. We'll get a time down. We'll oh, do a dry oh, run. Listen, I um, I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt. You guys are, you guys are doing some amazing things vis-a-vis uh, God resurrection and all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to jump in real quick, say that I do have a handful of Frankies at an alternate location, obviously, at an alternate location. Um, I did keep a reserve of a handful. Remember, we had some that were building you guys uh, a mansion. That's a, a great idea. That we don't have to worry about trusting people we don't know. We have Frankies sure, that sure. you can there control. There is some concerns and questions about I- giving um, godly powers to you know what is uh, effectively <laughs> a, a, a mountain of flesh and steel. But Ooh. hey, <laughs> if we're going to do it with skeletons, right, folks? If we're going to go ahead and give it to a skeleton, then what's the difference? Is what I'm okay. saying. That's a fun little bit. A, a, well, excuse me. He's, yeah, no, he's a, got a soul. Mark's got a soul. Are you comparing me to a Frankie? Well, I mean. Because that's rather insulting, to be honest. You're, actually, here's the way I figure it. You're like the polar opposite. Because what they don't have is a skeleton. And maybe a little bit of soul. They have flesh. And you don't have that. They just have a steel skeleton. So you're like an anti-Frankie in a lot of ways. But the yin and the yang go together in some way, shape, or form to create Ooh. a composite, a whole, if you will. Hey, would you like get... me to shove you inside a Frankie and make you into a whole man again? Because I can do it. <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot, actually. It's, it's, okay, uh, let's, let's do this. Okay, let's do it. Let's put you inside a Frankie. Well, we quickly found out that's not exactly what, what, what Moore was saying. He was saying, let's do this, as in, let's go execute this plan of using the Frankies and the rest of us to uh, transport all of these relics to the tombs and uh, raise all the gods, right? Um, which was really disappointing to Yonov because he was really kind of excited about shoving Mort down inside of a Frankie. But I mean, between me and you, you know, just, just, just don't keep this on the down low. But uh, I mean, Yanov has a lot of issues that we really don't get on into uh, much on this show. But uh, once again, I digress. So um, please do join us here again next time, because you will not want to miss the culmination of this massive, um, amazing storyline that has uh, taken us several years to reach this point. You know, uh, I feel like it was only yesterday that I walked into Merkheim a youngish, mannish character, you know, just taking the whole city by storm with my stories. You know, but, uh, you know, over time, I feel like, you know, we all grew to know and love each other. Um, and, uh, and I feel like, you know, it's a, it, it's, it's sort of turning a page to a certain extent, you know, um, which is very apropos because it's a story, you know, um, and the next chapter of our lives you know, see, I keep doing it. Uh, we'll continue on right from where this one ends up. Um, or maybe it's a book series. I don't know. I haven't really got it talk, you know, done into talks with the publishers on any of this quite yet. Technically, I'm I'm waiting for the last of, of the official Brute Force members to pass away. And then they can't argue, you know, rights and things of that nature. Anyway, um beside the point. Um, please do uh, join us next time here at the Gilded Ram Grokhouse and Tea Room. Tip you Minotaur bartenders and I will see you next time. Hey Ron. Hey Ron 2? Ron 2 <laughs> the remix? Hey! 
Round two, electric boogaloo. Round two, electric boogaloo. How have you been? I know that I know that we we both just returned from GeeklyCon. I did a lot of driving. You did a lot of flying. Yep, without the aid of a plane. Oh my God. Yeah, your arms your arms are looking incredibly buff in the webcam view. I just flew in from Columbus. Boy, are my arms tired. Yeah. Okay. Good. We got we got the first joke out of the way. How do you feel about that joke, Ron? I don't feel great about it, Ron. You know what I do feel great about? I feel great about about all the fun stuff we did at GeeklyCon, our live show that went perfectly because it's already happened. Yeah, Yeah, the live show happened in the past. We've already done it. We're not, because recording this, that'd be weird. We can't record these out of order. It was perfect and everything went off without a hitch and literally every single person loved it. Yeah, uh, I think Ezra got uh, an Oscar for his performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pat got the big Oscar nom. He's going for the EGOT. Uh, Adam got a People's Choice Award, which is which is interesting um, because I didn't know the people mm. chose him, but they did. And that's, yeah. yeah. I got uh, Employee of the Month. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it, you'd think that would be like an inside vote, but somehow I wasn't privy to that information. Well, I mean, it was just a, it was a committee thing. Oh, okay. The shareholders. <laughs> It was amazing, and if, if, for so, if for some reason there are listeners that you know weren't able to come and see our flesh forms do this live and in person, are they are they going to be able to ever ever see that? Is it lost to the annals of time? It should be. Okay. Um, don't get angry if I'm wrong, but it should be on YouTube at some point. But because we're recording this in the past, no, we're not. We're recording it in the future. Yeah. And we're referencing the Darn, past. Hey, John, we were being so smooth right up until then. Right up until then, we've really sold the fact that we were doing this. It should be on YouTube unless the unthinkable happens and YouTube shuts down. Okay, unless unless Google AdSense fails us all and YouTube shuts down. At some point, uh, the live show will, will be up there and it'll be fantastic. Yeah, and GeeklyCon in general was just really great fun. Uh, lots of crazy things happened. Yeah, it was a lot of crazy shit happening at GeekCon. I bought multiple sweaters, John. Multiple. What? Did you wear them all at once? Yeah. Yeah, I wore... I, I stacked these fucking sweaters. Columbus? Hey, Columbus is a wild city. I bought multiple sweaters and wore them at the same time. I layered that look. You were like Joey from Friends where he wore everything Chandler had. Yeah, and then I sat on the couch and there was a joke about me being naked in his clothes or something. I did that. I did that I did that so hard in the game room. Oh my gosh, it was wild. You gotta come to GeeklyCon. Uh, there were also <gasps> uh, giant mechs attacking the city while we were there. And that might actually sound like a goof, but by the time this comes out, people will have been to GeekCon and know that that actually wasn't a goof, and there were giant mechs attacking the city. Well, I say giant, they were like six foot tall and the city was very small. John, I don't know, maybe not everyone knows this, I was kind of behind the scenes on that one. Uh, the mechs the mechs were piloted by pigeons though, because the birds work for the bourgeoisie, which is, a, which is a fun meme reference that everyone will love and get, and that you loved and got. Yeah, I totally get that <laughs> reference. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. It's a TikTok thing, isn't it? Is it is a TikTok. <laughs> it is a TikTok reference. <laughs> but in 1983, all the birds died from Reagan killing them and replacing them with spies. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Uh, I thought you were gonna go into a song. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not. I'm not Pat, so I can't. I can't sing and dance like that. But you know what I can do, John? John, you know what I can what do? What can you do? I can write a review for this awesome podcast and I have I've written countless reviews my thumbs have have been sprained both of them from stealing people's phones and writing reviews 
what would be better is if people which weren't you wrote the reviews. I mean, I'd do such a great job. They could write them in the style of a song and we could get Pat to sing them on the next outro. Absolutely. If you if you write a if you write a review in song, we'll we'll force Pat. We will have him shirk his familial responsibilities, we'll have him shirk his daughter, and he he will come and he will sing out your review in his lovely Pat Randy Newman cadence. Also, uh, review haikus. Oh, review haikus. Sorry, what? Hike views. Review cues. Review cues. Review cues. Review cues. Everyone write in a review cue. Review cues are different to the classic haiku, though, and this is uh, 778. 778. Since I have no rhythm, we're going to force John to do it because John is the most most rhythmically talented uh, person on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. 100%. And then once you once you write all those reviews, what what you need to do is you need to go to your phone application. You need to go to an application on your phone. You need to go to twitter.com and let us know that you wrote a review so that we can thank you, so that you get credit for it immediately. Immediate validation is what every human being craves. If you want to find the podcast on Twitter, that's at BruteHorseCast. You can find Adam at the Adam Bash. You can find John at Nudzer with a Z, not a Z. You can find Pat at Patrick underscore Rankin. You can find Carly at Animated Me with the E's as threes. And you can find Ray sitting in a chair yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I never stand. She's always in a chair. I haven't stood in 30 years. To be fair, every time I see you, you are sitting in a chair. Except for last week when I saw you at GeeklyCon, because that happened last week. That happened last week. Also, um, literally an hour ago on this recording, I stood up to hold up tails that I had been working on. So you have, you have literally That's seen true. me stand today. I'm a liar, okay, Ray? <laughs> I'm a liar. I'm a big, fat liar. You can find Ray at Emma Unladylike. Yeah, you can. I'm there. Pie sometime. Pie sometime. Pie sometime. 